Have you ever said yes to something, but not because you actually wanted to do it, but instead because of how you thought it would make you look, or because you were afraid to say no because you didn't want to disappoint the people that were perhaps asking you to do something? Have you ever ignored your internal dialogue that is screaming at you to slow down and just continue to take on more and more and more and more projects because you needed to keep up with all of the people around you that seem to just never stop? Do you ever struggle with feeling like you just aren't enough? So you need to prove yourself to everyone so they don't forget just how awesome you truly are. So why do we do this to ourselves? And how can we relieve some of this pressure that we just continue to put on ourselves that we've allowed to build up for far too long? Well, we're going to be talking about that today on this episode of the Genuine Mom Club podcast. So let's dive right into it now. I'm so glad that you found the Genuine Mom Club podcast. We live in a digital world that so often leaves mamas behind. That's why I'm here, to help you get through the days and not feel so alone. I'll be covering topics from anxiety to homeschool to health to raising kids and so much more. I'll be joined by some pretty incredible experts on all of these various topics to help you with all of your mama questions. Whatever you need, I'm right here to help you. Thank you for listening to the Genuine Mom Club podcast. All right, episode 12 of the Genuine Mom Club podcast. Today, we're talking about pressure. I'm sure that you know what I mean when I say pressure. Pressure, ugh, something that just way too many of us know way too much about. Our lives are just this never-ending series of pressured events that can often leave us feeling overwhelmed, anxious, and even depressed. So this isn't a new story for me personally. Pressure has been a part of my existence from my very first memory, it would seem. I've always been someone that places way too much pressure on myself. When I was a kid, I thought that everyone had these super high expectations for me, and I had to meet them. If I didn't, I would then deem myself a failure. I always struggled to, to just kind of make sure I was doing good and being good because if I were to get in trouble or have my parents disappointed in me, it was really just like the world just crashed and burned right in front of me. And as I got older, that pressure took on different forms, making sure I was getting good grades, being sure to do all the extra things so people would you know, think highly of me. I did everything in my power to never disappoint. And this was you know, crazy and it went on for years and years and years. I had breaking points for sure, like days when I didn't care if my parents were mad at me or you know, if my husband and I were fighting, whatever or anyone for that matter, truly. But the majority of my life has been dominated by this never-ending pressure, which led to this feeling of like, oh, I can never say no. If someone asks me to do something, I can never say no because I don't want to disappoint anyone. So there's always this crazy fear about saying no. And according to Carrie Barron from Psychology Today, she states that saying no can feel like a huge risk. You might worry that your rebuff could elicit rejection, retaliation, or rage. According to an article in the Wall Street Journal by Elizabeth Bernstein, she says, when asked to help or to do a favor, whether it is to donate money to charity, fill out a questionnaire, or let a stranger use a cell phone, research has shown many people will say yes simply because saying no would make them even more uncomfortable. 
This is especially true when people have to give their answer face to face rather than, you know, hiding behind a text or an email. Also, as females, we're raised to be literally everything. So like a hundred years ago, or, you know, maybe not so quite far, (laughs) quite far away, um, little girls were raised with the expectation that they would one day be a mother, keep the house clean and do chores. And I am in no way complaining about how amazing it is, you know, for women to have more equality to male peers today. However, we now have so much more on our plate. See, back in the day, it was the woman's job to care for the household, Now it's your job to clean, cook, have the kids go to school, work a job, and do so much more. And even double that now due to this global pandemic that we're all dealing with. The pressure is unreal. I'm sure you've used a pressure cooker. The hotter it gets, the more the steam builds up until inevitably inevitably, it just blows up, right? I mean, hopefully it doesn't blow up, but I mean like the steam comes out. That's life for just so many of us. It's not a magical existence. It's a stressful, pressure-filled life. Are there good days? Absolutely. But even on the best of days, there's always that, you know, steam that's building in the background waiting to explode at any given moment. This past week, I was really feeling it. I was so over-the-top frustrated with (laughs) just life in general. The house was just a constant mess. I couldn't keep up with the amount of mud being tracked through the house from the dogs and the kids. Then there's the amount of dog hair, (laughs) kid hair, snacks all over the place. Workload has doubled, you know, for like my real job. And then trying to keep up with that and just everything, like the kids homeschool. So we're approaching the end of the year. So now it's this extra pressure to make sure we get it all done before summer break. Then there's the whole social media side of pressure, making sure you respond to messages, comments, create content, make sure your stuff is getting viewed so that the algorithm will pick you up because, you know, that's a part of our life now. It's a lot. And it's safe to say it's crazy busy, which can lead to more pressure, which can lead to burnout. Two days ago, I was just so over the top exhausted and just mentally drained. My body, my mind, my soul, all of those aspects of me had just had enough. I found myself scrolling through social media way too late at night, which is honestly, it's sad because I've actually made rules for myself that I don't use my phone past a certain part of the night, but my brain just didn't care. So there I sat scrolling, which we all know can be extremely dangerous when you're just scrolling through social media. As I went through my newsfeed, I saw kind of the same theme over and over and over again variants of the same photos and captions by different people. These posts about like, you can do more, you can earn more money, you can make a difference, you can have a side hustle, you can change your body, you're a superstar, you can do it, you can build a business at home while your kids play. Okay, so I love, love, love that there are so many women that are out there you know, changing their lives and building a business on the side and doing all of this incredible stuff and changing their body and finding out who they are. Like that is amazing. So, so amazing. But, and please don't get mad at me because I'm not singling out my friends that are doing those various products and are trying to make a living off of that. Like that's great. 
but the constant pressure is getting more and more intense. This idea that you can do more, it's, it's dangerous. Granted, it's good in certain ways, but it also can be very dangerous. When we are constantly telling people, you can do more, you can do more, you can do more. It can really overwhelm people that are already struggling just to get through the day. I'm super big on meeting people where they're at. So back in 2016, I was a health and fitness coach for a well-known MLM company. When I was doing it, I worked so hard to change my body and my mindset. I wanted to earn all of this money and be able to just, you know, stay home and make social media posts and somehow make enough money that I wouldn't have to have, you know, quote, a real job. I wanted to help people, but I came be- I became just so blinded by this idea that I also needed to earn an income. I found myself being like, I don't know if this is a word, but selly, but mass does encouragement. And that was something I hated. Add in the pressure. I had this pressure to sell enough product. I had this pressure to look a certain way in every photo. I had this pressure to ensure I could get more people under me. I had this pressure. I worked myself way too hard. I wasn't sleeping at night. I was overwhelmed all the time. I wanted so badly to make the opportunity work that I became distracted by the fact that this was supposed to be about my well-being, not me advancing and impressing people. At that same time, I was doing, um, what was it called? It's It was a Mothers of Preschoolers group thing for moms. And I did that, um, it was like every other week. And it was a lot of work. So I was doing that. I was running this program for moms. I was working my, quote, real job from home. I had a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. My life was just an intense rat race. I was struggling still, even though my child was one, I still was struggling with postpartum anxiety and depression and PTSD. And then I was doing all of this stuff on top of it. So I'm trying to build a business. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to take care of little kids. I'm trying to run a household. I'm trying to uh, do this mother's program thingy for moms. And after six months of all of that at the same time, I had totally burnt out. I had worked my body so hard that it flared up my endometriosis so extreme that I actually ended up with ovarian torsion. And let me just tell you, that is unbelievably painful. I have had three children. I have gone through three labors. Ovarian torsion is, oh man, it's very much just like the pain of labor. So basically what happens if you're not familiar with it is there's growth from endometriosis and they grew little growths on my ovaries. Now those growths grew, I guess, and caused my ovary to swell. When my ovary like swelled right up, it became too heavy. It became top heavy and it flipped over, which it's not supposed to do. Oh, that was painful. And all of that, all of that stress and chaos and everything It just, it was so hardcore and it just amped up my anxiety. I was just so broken. I was in the hospital for my ovary. I was struggling. And worst of all, I felt like the world's biggest failure. My side hustle collapsed. My body couldn't handle the workouts I had been forcing on it. I had to amp up my anxiety medication. I had to shut down the MOPS program I was running. Everything collapsed. 
It was like a house sitting on a giant sinkhole. It didn't matter how hard I tried to make that home perfect looking to the outside world. It was sitting on a ticking time bomb. And eventually it just, everything just gave out. But I still tried to make it look so good on social media. Even when things were collapsing all around me, I wanted people to be like, wow, she's amazing. I wanted people to be like, oh my goodness, look at how encouraging she is. I wanted to be that person, even though I was a broken shell of myself. Again, I am not judging people who sell products online. Amazing. You're doing a great job. But for myself personally, I became so stuck. So going back to a couple of nights ago, I was scrolling and seeing all these like, change your life, have a side hustle, make money online, have you know the body that you want, change your mindset. And my heart felt such a heavy flurry of pain. Like I get it. I get why we post these magical, encouraging, beautiful, curated posts that make people stop in their tracks and think, wow, I should do that. Like I get it. Because A, you believe in it and that's awesome. And B, you need money like we all do. And you do deserve to be paid for your time. And both of those are just completely fine and acceptable reasons to want to share what you're doing. That is perfect. But the danger is that there are people like me that want to impress. There are people like my friend who is struggling to get through the day. She's so depressed and so anxious. And every single day she faces these ginormous obstacles. Just getting out of bed and taking care of her children for the day is so intense. When I see posts like that, my mind thinks, why am I not doing more? And when my friend sees posts like that, she thinks, why am I such a failure that I can't even get through the day while these other women are building side businesses and have beautiful figures and everything? And it's, it's, it's sad. So here's the thing. You are not a failure just because you can't take on extra things. You are not a failure just because you did take on the extra things and all those things collapsed around you. You are you, a beautiful, intelligent, unique, perfect version of yourself. You are someone who has literally the weight of the world resting on your shoulders. You are someone who genuinely wants to improve the quality of your life and your child's lives. So you have to relieve some of the pressure that has been building for just far too long. And just a side note, again, if you are someone who is selling products online, I am not condemning, nor am I judging you. Please, please, please don't think that. I love you guys. I think you're awesome. I love the mission that you guys are doing to reach people. That's fantastic. I just truly believe that we need to remember with each and every post that we put out there, that there are people who feel like they just aren't enough. Rather than show the world how awesome you are, which is true, I mean, you are awesome, but rather than do that with every single thing, try to meet them where they're at and help them overcome the obstacles that they're facing. Just be a friend. Don't try to sell them, you know, products and everything. I mean, if it comes down the line and you really think it'll benefit them, then bring it up. But in the meantime, just be there for them because that's what they what that's what they need. So if you're someone that's feeling all the pressure, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling chaotic and horrible, let's try to relieve that pressure. Step one, 
remember that you're not superwoman. I know that it is so backwards from the narrative that we are constantly being told. But you're not. You're not magical. And I, I hope that doesn't make you feel bad about yourself. But you don't have superpowers. You are a human. You're incredible. You do so much every single day. And that is beyond amazing. But you have to stop putting pressure on yourself to be this extraterrestrial being. And I know that goes against <laughs> every narrative that you've heard from like motivational speakers and everything. But it's true. You're a human. You are someone with needs, hopes, dreams, wants. You need rest. You experience pain and discouragement. You make mistakes. You fall down. But you always get back up. You are truly amazing. But that doesn't mean that you have to push yourself to show your strengths to everyone around you. Just remember that. Step two. Remember that not everyone has the same plate as you do. That phrase that you hear all the time, especially since this whole beginning of the pandemic, we're all in this together. It's a lie. Such a lie. Yes, we all might be living this life. We all might be living through a pandemic. But no, we are not all experiencing it the same. When you see someone on social media post their beautiful photos and perfectly curated captions, you will think, why am I not that great? Just stop. That's a dangerous thought. The person that you are seeing may have a different plate than you. Perhaps she has parents that live close by that can help with the kids. Maybe she has money to hire a house cleaner. Maybe her husband is extremely involved. Maybe, you know, she doesn't have to work two jobs. There's so many reasons that her plate is just totally different than yours. So you have to stop comparing yourself to her perfection. Because that is just useless. It does absolutely nothing for you. And all it does is cause you to feel resentment towards said person. You are different. There's another phrase. Uh, we, we're not all in the same boat. We're in the same storm. Some of us, you know, are in the water trying to swim like, what's the Titanic, right? Like we're there on the board thing. That's some of us. And then there's some of us that are in a yacht, like it's, it's very, very different. And again, I am not judging people that have it all together and have it all figured out and, you know, have this amazing life. That's amazing. And I am so incredibly happy for you. But what I am saying is that we often put all of our highlight reels on social media. So if you're seeing someone else's highlight reel, just know that your life should never be compared to that ever. Okay, so step three. Find three areas of your life that you believe that you can relieve the pressure that you're feeling. So I get it. This is hard, especially if you're like me, because asking for help is just such a hard thing to do because I want to be able to do it all. And then I want to be able to tell people that I did it all. I, I want to impress people. I want. I don't want to disappoint people. I want to accomplish all all of the things. I want to be a champion. And this is horrible. Uh, but for so long, I wanted to be that person that you looked at and thought like, she's amazing. But listen, that's just so opposite from the narrative that I'm living right now. I make mistakes, big, 
ugly mistakes. I need help often. I need to talk out my feelings. I have to regularly evaluate areas of my life and see what parts aren't serving me. I I have to then decide if I need to chop different parts out for my own mental sanity. Like in 2016, when I had to step away from my side hustle and from that mother's program thing that I was running, I had to take a step back in order to be able to move forward. Right now, especially, you are being met with some of the most trying times I'm sure that you've ever had to experience. There's just this financial stress because of the pandemic and working from home and virtual learning or homeschooling and all these new roads that you have to take and, you know, what areas do you need the most help with it? So you need to figure it out, like find the three things that you need help with right now. Is it laundry? Is it cleaning? Is it childcare? Is it school? Is it dishes? What do you need? What do you need right now? Maybe it's, you know, not feasible for you to be able to say like, okay, I need to be able to just focus on the kids and not have a side hustle or not have a job. Because you know what? The thing is, is that some of us have to make money. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the that's the big problem. Like we're not all just destined to be able to make a social media post and make like a million dollars off of it. Like we have to make money, right? So find the areas of your life, prioritize the areas of your life. So obviously maybe you need to keep a job. So what about the laundry? Can somebody help you with the laundry? Can somebody help you with childcare? Find three areas of your life and find those three areas that really you believe would help at least just relieve a little bit of pressure. So step four, once you've decided what areas you need help with, find ways to get that help. So if it's housework, talk to your husband, you know, about ways to get help for those chores that are piling up. And maybe you don't have a husband. So, you know, brainstorm some ideas of how you can get help. Maybe it's asking a family member to come in and help you or whatever the case. I mean, there's so many people that care and love and love you. And there's just this idea that you feel like you have to do it alone, but you don't. Is it meals? Maybe try, you know, one of those meal order services. I think there's, um, oh, what's that one called? We used it last year. HelloFresh. Check, check that out. There's so many different little things that they'll send you the food. And although you still have to make it, at least it's there, right? And then you don't have to worry about grocery shopping. Homeschooling, virtual learning, is that your problem? So check out some of the tutoring companies that are literally designed to help with this whole pandemic learning. There's so many people that are out there helping right now. And, you know, many of them are doing it for very, very good pricing too. Like, so if it's pandemic homeschooling or virtual learning and you feel you really need help with that, it's perfectly fine to reach out to a tutor or one of those companies that works on education stuff. I used to work for one and um, there's lots of people they really love and care about kids and they want to help. So if you feel that you're overwhelmed with that, always, always ask for help. Is it your side hustle? So ask yourself, is it worth it? So it might be, right? Like it might be, maybe your side hustle is doing very, very well and it's building and you're getting tons of, you know, really good feedback and you feel like, yes, this is what I need to do. Then do it, then pursue it. 
if it's not, then I don't know, (laughs) let it go. But if your side hustle is something that you're like, this is absolutely something that I want to do, that's amazing. It's so good to find things that you want to be able to do. So if it absolutely is, just find creative ways to make it work with your schedule. Invest in yourself. There's so many programs that are very affordable that you can invest in um, to help you understand how to better build your program. You can check some of those out. And and then they'll teach you how to better sell the product so that you're not feeling like you're selly or I like that word selly, that you're not being like, oh, like buy my product or like putting out too much like perfection online. There's different companies that will help you to learn what is the best way to build your business and help other people. So there's definitely amazing things like that out there. So is one of your stressor points, is it a, mm, does it have to do with parenting? It's hard, right? Like parenting is insanely difficult. And it's okay to say that you need a break. That's okay. So find ways to give yourself a break. Maybe it's not feasible for you to call your mom because she's, you know, busy working or maybe she lives far away or maybe due to the pandemic, you don't want her, want to have her around, whatever the case, but you still need a break. So find ways to have a break. Yesterday, I needed a break. I was so incredibly tired and the kids were really super loud and I was just like I was like okay I'm gonna have a mental breakdown so my husband was at work he was working late I felt like I needed a break um obviously I had no way of getting that I didn't have anyone that I could ask to watch my kids so what I did was I told them that we were gonna play a new game and it was called nap time so everybody found a spot in the living room And the whole point of the game was that I would be like, okay, nap time starts in five, four, three, two, one. And side note, I'm so surprised that my 10 year old went for this because like what? But anyways, they all got like super into it. So the whole point of the game was that at, um, once I announced nap time, everybody had to, oh, hold on. My timer's going off. Everybody had to pretend that they were sleeping and then they had to do that. And then if they pretended that they were sleeping, then they won the game. If they like made a noise or woke up, then they lost the game. And it worked really well. I got like a, like 40 minutes. I mean, it was broken up because like they can only go for like five, 10 minutes without making a noise. So then I'd have to restart the quote nap time, but it worked really well. Those sort of things. Sometimes you have to get creative. Sometimes you have to do weird little games and stuff in order to get a break. And that's okay. It's totally fine. It's totally normal. Maybe you want to put your kids on the TV and you want to be able to have a little break or take a little shower. Like, do it. Like, I am so not one of those people that's like, well, screen time is so bad for your kids. Like, don't do it. Like, no, if you need a break, you need a break. It's better for everybody if your kids are on the TV, you get a break and your mental sanity is saved. I'm just saying. Okay, step five. Remember, you are just not on this earth to impress the people around you. You're not. And oh my goodness, that is so hard for me to even like, oh, like even grasp because my whole entire life has just been me feeling like I need to impress the people in my life. Like it doesn't even matter who it is. I feel like I have to impress them. Like it can be somebody I don't even like. And I'm like, well, I've got to impress them. And like, I feel that way with like even social media, like, like, oh, I got to impress my followers. Ooh. But like, I've been learning 
that's what this whole like genuine mom thing is about is I'm learning that I don't need to impress people that I need to be real I need to be me you you just you don't have to have a certain number of followers on social media you do not have to be super smart and have all the answers you don't have to have the perfect body you don't have to have the perfect kids it's okay to make mistakes you don't have to make people think that you're excelling at this game of life because you know what? Sometimes you aren't and that's okay. It is perfectly acceptable to admit that sometimes you're just not okay. Stop trying to impress people. And number six, accept it. Accept the fact that you are not perfect. Again, this is something that is so hard for me but you have to do it. Accept the fact that you are not superwoman and you simply cannot accomplish all of the things like your mind thinks you should. (laughs) Accept the fact that you are trying each and every day. And you know what? That is enough. Chances are no one will actually be disappointed in you if you can't accomplish all the things. Really, like nobody will they'll realize that you're human and that's perfectly fine. I think of all of those years that I was like, oh, you know, I've got to do this and this and this and I've got to take on all of the extra things because I want to impress everybody around me. Like, what was the point? Was anybody actually impressed or were they like, wow, that girl's crazy? Like, what is wrong with her? Why is she always trying to impress everybody? Like, there's no point. There really truly isn't. It's about you. It's about your peace of mind. It's, it's not about impressing other people. That is not what your life is about. So accept it. Accept the fact that you are just not perfect. And that's okay. Nobody's perfect. And above all, just be gentle with yourself and protect yourself. There is so much chaos in this world. There's literally billions of voices screaming at you through social media, the media itself, friends, family. There's just so much to hear, learn, and deal with. But don't ever compare yourself to the moms on social media that appear appear to just have it all together. Don't compare yourself to that. Don't compare yourself to the ones that, you know, have more than one job who have the perfect pictures. They are not you, okay? They're not. And if you're someone that has like multiple jobs and you have to do that to provide for your family, like my hat is off for you because that is tough. Like I've had two jobs at the same time while homeschooling my kids and working from home. And like it is so hard on my mental sanity, but you do it because you have to. But if you're somebody who's looking at that woman that is doing it all because she has to, do not compare yourself to her. Don't. You don't know what she's going through. You don't know what she has to do in order to survive. You personally are surviving through a pandemic. You're raising children and you're doing so much more than that. You're working. You're keeping your house sort of clean. Like, ugh, mine's ugh. Yesterday, I cleaned for the entire day and my kids just destroyed it by evening, but whatever. That in itself is insanely good. Like, it's so good that you are trying to get through 
all of this chaos. You are putting your children's education needs at top priority. Like you're an amazing person. So do not compare yourself to other people. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself and protect yourself from all of those voices that are saying that you're not enough. If you're someone who inevitably needs to work, you know, all of those jobs and make it all look good because you feel that you need to sell, just remember you also need a break. You can only run this race so long before the pressure builds up and you feel the need to stop. So listen to your body, okay? It doesn't mean you need to quit what you're doing and like, you know, become a couch potato. Like, absolutely not. But it is okay to have a day off. It's okay to have a week off. It's okay to take the time that you need to feel better. Because when you do that, you can come back at you know, those things that you're trying to do, those things that you're trying to accomplish, you can come back at them with such a fierce, amazing spirit. One that you would completely burn out if you chose to never give your body and your mind the rest that they deserve. And trust me, I know this because I've done it. It's okay to change your life. Absolutely. 100%. It's okay. It's okay to want to change your life and it's okay to change your life. But it's also okay to stay in the life that you're living if that's what you feel you need to do at this time. You have to do whatever works best for you. So what works for you? Is it, you know, putting more on your plate or is it taking things off your plate? You are yourself. You are the one that makes those decisions for you. Nobody else does. And nobody should make you feel pressured into making decisions. And nobody is out there thinking, you need to impress me, okay? You are yourself. If you feel that there's too much on your plate, then take something off. If you feel like you need to put more on your plate in order to be happier, then do that. But be careful. Just be careful. You aren't living someone else's life. You're living your life. Deep down in your soul, You and only you know exactly what you need to be happy and feel okay. So take a moment, reflect on the things that you hold so close to your heart. Evaluate all of the commitments that you have and there's likely lots of them. Look at ways that you can improve your peace of mind and remember that yes, yes, absolutely you are so amazing but you're also human. You make mistakes. Sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes you need a break. And that is perfectly 100% okay. Okay, so that is all I have for today's episode. I genuinely hope that it helps you with whatever you're dealing with in this very moment. And I just want you to know... (laughs) you guys mean so much to me. Like the people that listen to this podcast, you mean so much to me. And I want every single person that I care about to feel peace and feel like they're excelling in life and not like they are bogging themselves down. And that is really where this entire podcast episode came from was (laughs) I've been getting these messages from women that are struggling They're feeling like they're not enough. 
they're seeing social media in the highlight reel of other people's lives and they're feeling like they're not okay. I have a passion for making sure that people know that they are enough. And that is what the whole point of this is. So I want you to know today, you are enough. You matter. You're important. And it's okay if you need a break. I hope that you have an amazing day. I hope that you feel loved. I hope that you find a reason to smile. And I hope that today your brain is just completely filled with peace. You're amazing. You're awesome. You're incredible. And you are going to be okay.